Hello and welcome to the Natty's Podcast. My name is Jared Grunewagen and I am once again joined by Andrew Durham. Hello, hello. And today we have two special guests. First we have, all the way from the East Coast, Robert Shears. Hello there. And then we have one of our French-Canadian friends, Benoit. I don't know how to say your, your name exactly. <laughs> uh, good evening, everybody. Um, so why don't we start off with Robert. Uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, who you are and your experience with X-Wing. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, um, uh, I'm an archaeologist. I um, live in Nova Scotia. I uh, started playing um, in 2017. Uh, my best friend and I just uh, exchanged Christmas gifts. Christmas would, would be Christmas 2016 and started playing and entered our first tournament in that spring of 2017. Been playing ever since. We, we um, it culminated with a trip to Worlds last year. Uh, my buddy, his name is Mike. He's our local TO and I run our local league now. We've got, um, we're into our third season of, of a league. Um, the community in, in Nova Scotia is, is pretty good. It's, it's a bit of a regional community. We, we travel to um, New Brunswick for tournaments as well, and we've got guys that play in uh, several towns, but uh, Halifax has a community of about uh, like 20 to 30 guys that, that are regulars. Nice. And um, our league has got, um, before the lockdown, we had about, I think, uh, 28 in our league. So uh, a good a good bunch of guys and um, yeah. yeah just having a, a a lot of fun. And how about you, Ben? Well, why don't you a uh, little introduction to people? I'm Benoit Philippe Giroir. I'm from Montreal. I've started playing X Wing. I don't remember the year, but uh, it was uh, during the wave two, second wave oh, wow. of the first edition. I just buy a few ship during Christmas and see oh that looks interesting. Bring it back, play with a cousin and jump in the rabbit hole and ends like buying everything since <laughs> so yeah we are nice we have a nice community in montreal maybe you know uh bruno yeah we have a french podcast that, yeah. uh, bruno who's who's that guy yeah <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's got some podcast or something like that? yeah 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 you have a french uh, uh french podcast so i would uh, Without any shame, uh, do a little promo for him. <laughs> the Millennium Condor uh, Balado Diffusion. You think you know everything there is to know about the X-Wing game and you like to share your overwhelming and impressive knowledge with everyone around you. A good listen of the X-Wing Lore Master Quiz is what you need to get your reality check. Hosted by the Condor of all Condors. I am your show host, Bruno Lavigar. Assisted by his benevolent senior intern judge, Peter. This is where you would normally find Peter's extensive and exhaustive rant about Bruno's mediocre hosting skills and this pathetic excuse for a podcast. But I took over. You'll thank me later. The X-Wing Loremaster Quiz will drive in your thick skull that you don't know shit and don't have what it takes to be the Alpha X-Wing Intergalactic Loremaster 2000 until defeated. Um, so, uh, Robert, what kind of, what faction or factions do you usually play and what's like your favorite kind of archetype? Um, I, I have a fairly large collection and I can't seem to stick with any one particular list for very long. I, uh, I guess I probably, um, tend or trend towards, uh, large ship count lists. I, I took a, a seer swarm to worlds last year. 
I'm playing a six ship list in this tournament. Um, I'm, I'm mistake prone, so I don't tend to fly like, you know, the three ship uh, ace list very much. And uh, um, I'd say I've split my time most recently between Scum and the Separatists. I started out as a Scum player, um, although again, I can, I have a collection. Uh, I have, you know, all the factions, so I can put a lot of stuff on the table, but um, Scum and Separatist, I would say. Nice. How about you, Benoit? What faction or factions do you fly or tend to fly, and what's your kind of go-to archetype? I used to be a Rebel player back in the V1, uh, heavily playing, uh, almost uh, almost exclusively playing them. Uh, and at the end of the V1, I've switched to the dark side with the Empire. Now I've really, I've, I really like the Jedi, the Republic. The faction is well balanced. They have like a lot of nice tricks. It's not the heavy uh, one-trick pony list that the scum or the the separatists could pull. It's not uh, just brute force with dice uh, and strong with number uh, like again the separatists or the empire. It's very well balanced for now. Uh, in in my opinion, they're still like key role ship war is still missing from the faction uh there is no like great support ship well right. the, the lab is a good support but not uh, support in the sense of like the the hawk in the the rebel or you know yeah it's a very I mean. weird kind of support it's not a real support ship it, yeah, kind of, it does some it does support it in a way but it's not a support ship a 50 point support ship is a it's a pretty expensive support ship yeah, but yeah. it doesn't ful fulfill that normal support role that you know we're used to with other support ships and other factions. Yeah, but it's still a very good uh, fifty points for a free two free target luck per round. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. That's weird that you say that you just you like the, the Republic there, Benoit. Because I just happen to recently really dislike the Republic. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. Just something has been irking me lately, and I don't, I can't quite place it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, Robert, why don't you tell us what list you brought to this tournament? So I've got um, a list, an, an Imperial list with the six uh, Tie Advanced uh, V ones, the Barons. Uh, they've all got Ruthless. Two of them have thread tracers, and the other four have rockets. Why did you decide on that list? You know, I, I hadn't really given um, hyperspace much thought after the, the recent points changed, and I was just chatting with a couple guys on the Fly Better page about hyperspace options, and it, um, the, the Barons came up as a, as a price drop, and I was just chatting with a couple guys about what they were flying, and um, one guy suggested the Ruthless option, so I, uh, I practiced that a little bit, and... Um, to, to go with it and how's ruthless been working for you like do you like that card has it been you know a key thing or is it like uh eh, take it or leave it yeah well it's it's been okay I've, I've hung on to it you know just for um the purposes of getting a ship off the table when i've needed to um right get, trading trading a shot for trading a, a point of health off of the ship to get to get that uh, last point of damage through um right is, is the reason behind it and how about you, uh, Benoit? What list did you bring to this tournament? Uh, I bring a Republic list. Oh, did it's... you? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I bring Obi-Wan with the new uh, ETAC uh, Arctic uh, ship. Load with Juke and uh, Iron Cannon. 
two arc uh, basic the one uh, 104 the battalion and warthog on uh, as a support ship uh, everything is well packed at 200 points and uh, generally i didn't play like a beefy leak beef, beefy least like the like that but since we are in uh, hyperspace, it have re it have re break my previous type of like three A's building list or something like that. Yeah. And I have to admit, uh, a ton of L points. Yeah, it's L. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. and even load like that, uh, Obi Wan is not a real ace. He, you know, uh, the the ship didn't have access to uh, a natural double repositioning like. Uh, like a Kylo Ren or like uh, so yeah I packed the list at 200 points knowing that well if I don't if I if I get the initiative uh, I don't care what juke uh, if I lose the uh, the initiative or if I'm the second player well I would try to avoid the g getting shot and spend my evades the uh, spend my evade on defense yeah good solid plan now for <laughs> for those who haven't um, been following the tournament or don't know uh, Andrew this week faced off against Benoit um, <laughs> on stream no less they were being streamed by Nickel City X-Wing and Andrew how did that game turn out for you? I actually really liked it to be honest it was a fantastic game I really thought that I had the initial setup pretty good <laughs> um, I wasn't too too worried where the arcs were or where Warthog was I felt like I was kind of like putting them in a spot where I would keep them at, say, at a safe distance away so that when it was time to attack. Um, but I knew that I did not want Obi-Wan uh, running around. So the goal was to pull Obi-Wan and then take a good shot. And I lined up things great with Kylo. Um, I didn't line up things with, well with Von Reich, but my thought was that um, with a... Uh, range one modded uh, target lock from Von Reg and then a target lock uh, uh, with a dual force from Kylo uh, that that was going to be enough to uh, cripple Obi-Wan um, or you know give me a position where I could you know arc dodge and and just uh, clear him later on it but most likely hopefully cripple um, it did not go that way. How did how did you feel the game went, Benoit? <laughs> well, uh, it's a little, it's a little bit of shine. I've been way too lucky on that game. Seriously, the first pass, uh, Andrew managed the engagement very well. I screw one of my maneuver because I just mix up my my, my dial. Uh oh. But it ends uh, and he play he have played extremely offensive with with the. Uh, Von uh, Reg, yeah. Run for Von Reg, yeah, and it's a it's a fire back uh, against Sims. I end up and I have the have post on Facebook discuss and check the the stat of that round, and end up uh, to me in a seven percent chance of getting the result. I get no damage against wow. uh, uh, four eight dice two times uh, four attack dice. Not fully mud, but heavily uh, mud, and yeah, I got uh, I got extremely lucky, and I got lucky also on the offensive because yep. I kill Vanderreg, and after after fact after checking the odds, uh, my odds was only uh, forty percent to kill him on the on the first pass. So yeah, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, my thought was that I was going to either hit him really hard and or kill him. And then Von Rig gets hit, um, <laughs> but then runs. And uh, I can always pull him around and try to clip some more damage as I go through. And uh, just kind of bait and switch with the, the rest of the guys. But man, losing Von Rig first engagement and not doing any damage to Obi-Wan. That was tough. Um, that was a lot of fun trying to have the challenge of taking Rush and, Va and, and Kylo and dancing around um, for the rest of that game. Um, and I, I was pulling it back. I was pulling it back up until that damn Obi-Wan bump at the end, unfortunately, uh, which uh, put me in a situation because I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could go straight. I got the crit that, you know, I had to go straight and uh, take a damage uh, or, or sorry, or not go straight and take a damage. So I felt like I couldn't go straight because it was too obvious and I was going to get caught out. But then um, Obi did some sneakiness and uh, I also caught uh, Kylo on his move, which I thought I was going to be sneaky and catch like, Obi on his move. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it was so much fun to play. I was watching that game and watched Andrew be extremely aggressive at the beginning and was like, this is weird. This is not normally Andrew. Um, and then lose Von Rigg. And I was like, oh, well, there it is. That's that's kind of that. And then, yeah, Andrew started like clawing back and you watch the score coming near and near to parity. And then all of a sudden just nope. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Kylo died, it was just like, oh, well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So Benoit won that game. Uh, 165 to 104. How did your game go this week, Robert? Um, yeah, I, I played uh, James C. from Ottawa. He had um, Lando, Luke, and Jake. Um, Lando had um, Hondo Onaka on board, as well as me and them. So I, uh, I came at yeah. him pretty aggressively, uh, tried to jam him up, um, jam him up, um, plan words. Tried to block him up pretty good uh, to, to prevent getting jammed, thinking that he'd be able to uh, jam away my procket option. But in in doing that, I got myself all uh, twisted out of out of formation, pointed the wrong way. It se seemingly uh, all game long, and uh, he would just uh, take his range one shot at his best option with Lando, and then roll in with Luke and fire another four dice at me. And so uh, it didn't go very well. I uh, I wound up getting pretty good uh, 200 to uh, 89 it, uh, I only ever took Lando off the table uh, but it took way way too long to do so yeah not a great showing uh, I, if I had it I do over I, I would have uh, uh, not been as aggressive and just uh, took my shots and tried to stay in, in formation a bit more I guess well we have uh, the postings all done for this week again and this week James C has come out on top he's now our our new leader he like robert just said is flying lando luke and jake and it's a 198 point list that's gonna be interesting against drew drew's got a fantastic list uh, this uh i was very impressed with it it's just it's so simple but so good with the six vultures and two tri fighters yep and so drew was last week's leader um but in number two, once again, is Benoit. He has held on to that position. Mm -hmm. Though people around him are jumping around, he's he stayed strong. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, then sticking with those who are 2-0, and o, we have uh, Drew Palmer, Benji, Alexandra Barrett, Mike Messiah, 
Jeff Asiri, Tim Duke, and Seb Lecomte Asarek. So that's our top, our top right now. Our top, uh, what is that? Nine. I'm checking ahead to my next round matchup, and I'm facing uh, more, uh, more Jedi. <laughs> what are you? Who are you facing? Collier. Uh, uh, and he's got um, Obi, uh, Jedi Knight, Delta, um, Delta Seven B, a uh, B wing, and an Arc One Seventy. Wolfpack. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a, a lot of beef in there going in. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, what do you think? How are you thinking to handle that one? Uh, well, I haven't uh, haven't played against uh, Obi or a V Wing yet, so um, yeah, I'm not quite sure. It'll be another situation where I've got to sort of uh, spread myself out enough to get some shots off these these Jedi dancing around. Choose choose my target wisely and, and see if I can't whittle some points away. Benoit is facing Seb Lecomte, Sebastian, I believe, uh, and he is flying Separatist Alliance. He's got Django Fett and the Fire Spray, two Precise Hunter Vulture Droids, and two Horseshell Prototype Vulture Droids. And Django Fett is loaded with Treacherous, Count Dooku, Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, Hull Upgrade, the, uh, CIS Slave 1 title, and Boba Fett. What do you think about that one, Benoit? Well, the if Jebadat is not there for screw with the false transporter code, is not that uh, that bad as an upgrade. I play a game uh, with a with a friend Remy Dumais, who who was playing with trans- uh, false transporter code and uh, get uh, no action for all the game basically. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that, that would be interesting. Uh, our chart prototype filter uh, trade. I don't know exactly uh, what are their, their ability. The Horshal are the uh, after an enemy ship in your bullseye at range 0 to 2 declares another friendly ship as the defender, you may perform a calculate or a lock action. Okay. And then the precise hunters are while you perform an attack. If the defender's in your bullseye, you may reroll one blank result. So with uh, medium base, I bring I bring three medium base. The, you yep. would be able to uh, to score the bullseye uh, uh, pretty often without uh, too much uh, work. So yeah, it could shred either uh, Warthog or uh, Batayan very easily. Now he's got the horse shells are initiative one, but the precise hunters are initiative three so in that case you do have the uh ability to block him and get your actions and whatnot against those precise hunters Mm -hmm. yeah so that could be good for you possibly do they do those uh vultures have struts uh i no 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 naked they're uh, all naked it bring cloud so he wouldn't have war, so and I also bring gas cloud as my uh, obstacle. So it's the yeah. premium obstacle of choice. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, with medium base with no maneuverability, uh, you you have seen it in the in the games. Uh, Andrew have seen it uh, in the game. I, I don't really care about them and just well, I lost my action, but I still that try to hard. get the position right. That warthog, what did it have? Three strain at the end of the game or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. He got an action at the last round, I think, but <laughs> that's it. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm going to be facing almost a mirror of what you're facing there, uh, Benoit. So mm -hmm. I'm going to be facing St Stephen Ware um, with uh, Zam Wessel, Treacherous Mag Pulse, Dooku, Thermal Detonators, and False Transponder Codes. And then one, two, three, four, five trades. Uh, one with uh, Thread Tracers. Um, but yeah, no struts once again. So I wonder how much I can pull these guys to the clouds. We will see. Hopefully, yeah. arc dodge, shoot some things, make them blow up before they blow me up. Is there any lists that you're looking at that you any any matches that you're looking at that you are you know kind of curious as to how they're going to end up? What matches are going on? Well, I am curious about uh, James C versus Drew. I yep. think that will be uh, a really testament to see who's going to go on to keep uh, holding that first place because. Uh, either one of them could take it. I think Drew is. I'm. I'm going. I, I, like. I like that. That vulture. That uh, CIS list is really strong. So um, that's going to be pretty challenging, I think, for James. But it will be an interesting game, I think, by far. That's the one I'm looking to see. Uh, I'm kind of curious about the, the Alexandra Barrett with Kylo Ren and three Zeta Squadron SFs versus Timothy Duke with a Seer Swarm. That's either I think either going to be like a close game or an absolute blowout for the CIS. It depends on how that uh, initial engage kind of goes. I think CIS are strong in hyperspace. Uh, Very strong. It's uh, there's not a lot of swarm options, contrary to CIS. And uh, I mean, the, you have been able to pull it off. I think the only really other valid one is you know the five SS or the or the six to or five of the. Uh, tie V ones. I think those are really the options for Swarm. This goes to show you that the uh, the eight ship CS list is still still a great one. After all the yeah, exactly. Eh? Just take eight ships, throw them out there, and see what happens. Yeah. I took um, I took uh, Django and Zam together uh, at the the Polish Nationals a couple weeks ago. Okay. I went uh, three and three in that event and um, played against the eventual winner. So. Um, yeah, Treacherous and Dooku. They're on both of your opponent's lists this week. Yep. <laughs> what do you think about Zam there, Robert? Not the crew, not the uh, the pilot. Yeah, a um, bit of a guessing game, getting that condition card to uh, to go your way. Uh, for me, it seemed like I was always guessing the wrong tactic for that round, whether or not I was going to get shot at or not. But it was a uh, it's a fun ship to fly. Partnered up with uh, with Django. Um, yeah, just choosing the right the right card and getting those getting those charges back so you can start getting uh, some some bonus shots in. Yeah, because I was trying to fly those two together, but I found that I went with Django, who's really strong, and Maul. I don't know if what you were playing was hyperspace or extended. Yeah, that was an extended tournament. It was extended. Yeah, so I went with Maul with hate and proton torpedoes. And Maul just being able to proc that dual attack multiple times just felt like it was hard to choose Zam when I knew Maul could just be that beat down, that beat stick that just went in there. It was like two attacks, two attacks, two attacks, two attacks. Where when I flew Zam, it was kind of like the times, like it was like, oh, sometimes I would get it, sometimes I wouldn't get it. But when I did get it, they weren't necessarily two modded attacks. Where yeah, Maul I went back and forth. in there you know, just get, is continually modded with hate, right? Right. Yeah, when I was flying Zam, I, um, I, I went back and forth with uh, with Dooku on Django for a while, and then um, had Perceptive on Zam, just for a second token. Uh, and 
but I was only getting, you know, one or two bonus shots uh, a match anyway. Yeah, that's why I was like having a hard time because I was like, ah, Zam's cool, but if you're looking for multi like multiple bonus attacks, Maul just seems to just do it better. I felt right. And I've also seen a list with it's uh, Zam and and Maul together. Uh, where I guess Zam though, Zam can make the shot on the same target multiple times, where Maul cannot. But Zalavi, sometimes that doesn't trigger because it's really about like who you're defending against. Um, anything been surprising you with this tournament at all there, Benma? Is there any lists that you've looked at or anybody who's like, oh, I didn't think that they would be as high up or as low down as they are? To be honest, I was, uh, I was, uh, I haven't checked yet all the list or the, 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 the ranking, but seeing uh, a, uh, a resistance list at the top, I was, uh, I was surprised. I'm looking, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm surprised that, but he, he probably play, play it very well. But seeing like Jake, Jake in a list who performed well, I'm surprised about that. Poor Jake. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for for the rest, I was uh, before I registered to the tournament, I was expecting a lot of uh, out of list, uh, more than more than three ship list. And yeah, that's probably what we have the most. You thought there was going to be more ship or more lists with only three ships or more lists with more than three ships? I was uh, expecting um, four ship and more as the standard. Four ships and more, yeah. Yeah, but a list with three ship, uh, Andrew, uh, Encounter Andrew, and now see the leader, James. Have one. Yep. I didn't pay attention to the rest. Yeah, uh, I don't think there are that many. We have Patrick has... Uh, only three ships. He has Poe, Temin, and Elo Asti from the Resistance. Mm -hmm. And then... Bohan has three. I have three. Gus Pantelides has only three. Um, Cole. Cole has three. Uh, there are the t There is the two defender list. Uh, Matt Korchentz, who has uh, three large base scum ships. Korchesny? I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, there's a couple three-ship lists, and a couple of them I didn't expect so much. I didn't really think too much about Lando being uh, being in hyperspace and being brought, because uh, I've not seen a whole lot of him in Extended anymore. I kind of forgot about him, personally. How's the uh, the spread of the participants? Is, um, is it uh, primarily Ontario and, and Quebec participants, or anyone else uh, like me from outside the area? Um, so I, we have somebody from the Pacific. Um, we have a few people, a couple people, I should say, from Buffalo. Um, but I'm not 100% sure where everybody is from. Where are you again there, Robert? I'm in Nova Scotia. So I think, if I recall, everyone is Canadian, except for two players. And specifically, it was marketed that way. Uh, we did want to keep primarily as much of a Canadian event as possible not against any other cultures obviously um, but just really especially in a time where communities are probably feeling a little bit separated right. from each other i really wanted to uh jared and i really kind of wanted to uh like put that community spin on it and even if we happen to span canada you know we still kind of to some degree you know have either heard of each other seen each other uh, talk to each other at some point you know bring people together so that was the idea i had uh, my first online tournament earlier in the summer i i joined up um i played in two of the bots tournament and um that was largely because i think it was Devin um who was, who was promoting it on our nova scotia facebook page and 
I had met uh, Devin and a few of the other uh, Canadian Team Canada guys up at Worlds last year. So uh, sort of like the uh, the gateway into um, into Discord and and getting some online play in and and um, and I've played Devin twice now. I played him in round one and I played him in one of the bots tournaments. So I'm just looking to uh, to meet other other uh, Canadian players and um, I, I recognize a few of the names in the list. So uh, getting to play um, a wide variety of players is what uh, appeals to me. Yeah, it's awesome to have you guys. Uh, uh, I mean, it wasn't so long ago myself either where you know I jumped into the competitive scene and was able to meet and greet a lot of different players from all over Canada as we joined together for Team Canada Go to Worlds. So like that was absolutely amazing and I was so prepared for Worlds this year, <laughs> but that's okay. Next next year it's on the calendar. So <laughs> and I really hope that uh, the Canadian Nationals maintains its position in Montreal. Um nothing against Toronto, but we uh, we kind of luck out here that we do have a lot of events in Toronto and I know a lot of people were so happy to see an event, a major event uh, nationals move to another position did you, you went to worlds too right uh, Benoit yep yeah, yeah which <clears throat> we've been to to the yeah last year which uh, we do the trip uh, and joined your flight to Minneapolis and joined the rest of the team Canada that was so much fun, eh, Benoit? Yeah, nice sermon. Yeah, I put out there that anyone, like, especially with like things like last chance qualifiers, this is to say that it continues in the same suit with AMG taking over. That even if you don't like competitive X-wing, like going and like experiencing that is like is probably like more like one of the highlights of my 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 X-wing career so far. It, like, it's absolutely amazing. And if we do get uh, things staying very similar. It will be interesting because AMG, uh, their their like main site is in Seattle, I believe. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, that's a whole other experience. So even it's just kind of cool to be able to go to these new places if it you know it works out that way. And then again, you know, I, I know I'm definitely down to be part of Team Canada again. I got my jersey ready to go. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see about getting hooked up with one of those sweet jerseys uh, next time. Because there's, there's a big group photo, and, and me and my buddy Mike from Nova Scotia, uh, the two guys that came up from Nova Scotia, we, uh, we're in the group photo, but we don't have those nice sweaters on, right? Oh, yeah, you gotta you gotta get them. Even even uh, look up Devin, and I bet you he could even get you the link or even probably connect you with the same person to get one for yourself. Because, yeah, as soon as, as soon as we get the chance, coming back together and being part of Team Canada was just like a cool, it was a cool thing to be able to form up like that together. Like it was bigger than just like uh, the local squadron stuff. It was like, it was bigger than that, so. There were some rumblings of uh, having a, uh, a few of us from the Maritimes come up to Montreal before before the event got canceled. So um, again, yeah, if it's back in Montreal again, uh, that'll be uh, something we'll, we'll talk about again to get up there. I've got family. If there's th things that happen out uh, Maritime's way, like I definitely want to be making it out that way for sure as well. I hope that that is actually a change that does occur, that we see a wider spread of events across countries when it comes to things like uh, Canada, um, as it's just not... It just it just doesn't seem the most reasonable thing to, to say that, you know, every event in Canada happens in Toronto. And meanwhile, Canada spans is like 
one of the largest countries in the world. <laughs> well, we had um, a fellow from Ontario. I can't remember his name now. We're pretty forgettable. What can you say? <laughs> the last regionals for 1.0, uh, he, he came down, and I think he actually won that event in Halifax. So 20, oh, nice. 27. It was my first regional. And yeah, so, I mean, it can happen. Larry, anything else that you guys, uh, you know, has tickled your fancy about this week? Or, like past games anything that surprised you any uh you know outcomes that surprised you my win against andrew <laughs> uh nicely played nicely played i think juke on obi-wan is a very smart play it, it like evading is what you want that ship to do in the mm. first place that ion cannon is really nice for that control aspect i think that is the i think obi-wan is the sleeper for that faction in regards to the ada and that he's probably the best ada in regards to like a pseudo ace i know that he's not like a true ace but as like a pseudo ace or at least a high initiative um a low cost incomparably speaking um ship like he's up there with the v1s like these you know the inquisitors uh grand inquisitor you know seven sister like he's he's like up there in regards to how hard he is to kill and then on top of that you got juke and you got ion and he's for a good price for all of that too so yeah, I think he's better than uh, Anakin. What do you care about? You lose a you lose a, a red token, um, and you pay I six for um, you know an I six that could just uh, pop, hmm. right? Um, Obi Wan also having that ability to trigger the focus just keeps them so keep it keeps them so survivable. Focus evade like oh, it's so good, it's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> and but Obi Wan by himself, uh, Warthog is the. the the ship who hold the list for me. Uh, he brings uh, he brings mods. <laughs> he, he he attract a lot of uh, attention. He he give the opportunity to every other ship to uh, shoot the last time. You know, uh, it's mm-hmm. the Obi Wan. Yeah, is a, like you say, is a sleeper. Sixty point is is it's on the way with the Juke and the Iron Cannon. Is on the, the a little bit too high uh, for what he brings, but if your opponent Im- ignore him, yeah, for sure uh, he would he would bring his points. But if everybody like try to focus and kill him, you won't be able to make him worth his uh, uh, sixty-two points. On the other side, Warthog at fifty-four points. In all situation, he would worth those points. <laughs> If your opponent like try to focus him, uh, well, it's ten uh, health to to chew, and it's give everybody else the opportunity to fire back. Uh, if your opponent say, okay, I ignore him, it's just a two attack, uh, turret dice to move like an old cow, and <laughs> he, he he would just give reroll to everybody, you know. The, the way that they've uh, made the Convergence fire is, is so good because he didn't need to be with the other ship to uh, give his ability, you know? Uh, he, he didn't have to fly information with Obi-Wan, think that he won't be able, and or with the other arc. Because it's a turret uh, base, you could just, well, okay, uh, I, I've just turned... And turn around and don't don't really care for what I'm pointing. I would just be sure that my turret is there to help my friend and 
okay, uh, try to try to focus fire the, the your priority. Yeah, yeah, Warthog is so good. Those those rerolls. I mean, if you want to focus down Ob one, like go ahead. But I mean, those those arcs with the double, there's a potential double mods. Is uh, that's powerful. Three three or four attack dice with focus target lock. It just equals like you know three to four damage each each guy, right? So. Yeah, and you have a little bank. You you could use the the ability twice and regen once every round. So if if you don't need it, if you get lucky one round, well, you you could use it more around that you're not lucky. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's good, and you know the ability to, because uh, that's the thing about uh, Obi. The I mean, not even Obi. Sorry, the Adas is that they kind of get starved for the ability to mod mm -hmm. their dice. Um, they can they can do they can focus they can evade ob1 is really special in regards to focus yep. and evade but in regards to modding their dice for the offense like they definitely are on the weaker side of offense i mean sometimes it feels like they're not on the weaker side of offense but ob1 um you know warthog really pulls through uh, when you can get those uh target locks because spending a force for a target lock uh you know that that can be that can feel kind of crappy, right? So yeah, at one point I've considered to just put uh, the targeting computer to get a white target lock for three points, but with only three all, you need to evade every round, basically, or you you just burn. <laughs> so uh, and that's why Juke is is good on on those ships. Uh, and the the most I think the Ita two Arctic uh, ship are the, the most interesting things over the uh, the Delta B or the uh, over the other uh, Jedi is your you have access to the talent slot and that yep. change everything because to be honest you don't have a lot of uh, force power who, who are very interesting you have some niche uh, power like uh, eight on uh, Kylo or not extra maneuvered. Uh, you know, you could do your barrel roll before your action. Ah, supernatural reflex. Yeah, supernatural reflex on the little inquisitor who, who turns now in machine to do three action per turn. And uh, so you have like those niche uh, power, but for for the rest, is not very uh, appealing. Uh, appealing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other side, the, the talent slot, you have. A lot of trick. You have a lot of, uh, and to me, that, that's the most interesting part for the for the ship. The the name pilot to get access to talent slot is uh, something yeah. very uh, very interesting, very exciting. When you build a list, it's uh, it's a big plus. It's always a design th choice too. Very interesting for them because now they you know they have to always be mindful of whoever's working on the game. You know, AMG obviously now. I always have to be mindful of what um, elite pilot abilities are going to be entered into the game alongside how they combine with force powers because before it was quite easy to look at the the two of them and be like okay well i'll do that instead of that um because you know we can put dare let's say back in the time when you know the, the the extreme maneuvers didn't exist right it's like okay well daredevil exists okay no problem so all the force users don't get daredevil so it's okay so easy peasy but now let's say extreme maneuvers didn't exist but you know it's still just daredevil now all of those uh now force users anakin 
let's say, you know, now he's like, oh, okay, now now he also has Daredevil. What does that mean for the game, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so it's uh, it's interesting. There'll be some very, I think, potentially powerful combinations down the road. So it's, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is, it's hard when you combine too many things. That's why they did a lot of the faction breaking off in the first place, right? Because there was a lot of things that were like, too many things were overlapping. Um, and it was making it difficult to create uh, situations where you know one thing couldn't have another thing without making it very specific to the ship. You know, faction breakdowns um, and specific uh, chassis cards, as long with uh, you know the the configurations and etc. 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 But you know, e, uh, EPT and Force oof, it could get dangerous at some point. Yeah, but fortunately, they limited to three ship, four ship, four ship. Yes. Yeah, and that's not that bad. When you only have four ships to ever look at, and I don't think you'll will ever have more of the Ada too. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I don't see them Although plan a uh, uh, ace pack of the that ship. I'm curious though. Like, what do you, what ship even is left for the Republic to receive? Do you guys know of one? The, the Z95 Headhunter. Uh, you you mean the chassis seen in? Uh, Media or thing like that, or you mean a role that the Republic need chassis that we've not cha- seen yet? That doesn't yeah, kind of overlap into the same question, Benoit. Is there is, is there a chassis in the game? Uh, sorry, not in the game right now for that Republic would want that you know would fit a role, but doesn't also exist. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, a, a, a low cost support ship would be uh, would be extremely interesting. Also, a uh, Three attack dice, small base. We almost get it with the attic, but we don't have. If you see the the the, the faction, you don't have uh, you don't have that. The three yeah. attack dice uh, ship. You could put a delta B, but the cost is so high that. Yep. Uh, and I know that I understand why they cost it too much, uh, because you don't want to spam four ship with three, uh, three attack dice and the ability to take luck. You know, they they, they put the, the luck purple, so y- you won't see uh, attack ship do double mud like Spray. Yeah, how long until we get four small ship uh, base at- attack ships on the Republic with three attack dice each? And then get Warthog in there as well. Like, oh, that would be scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, um... yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me if we see the uh, the Twilight for the Republic, which is Ooh, yeah. what's that? It's the uh, it's the Rigger class Raider that Anakin and, and Ahsoka fly around in. It's the one that in the has Clone Wars the, cartoon. Um, it's got the one wing and then the bottom cannon that sticks out the bottom. Yeah, still oh, waiting on that yes, one. Yes, I know what you're. Talking oh yeah, about. yeah, yeah. That's that's a, a chunky it, thing, eh? It's a light yes. freighter. Uh, I don't sure what the base base size it would be. Um, my guess it would probably be a large base. Yeah, difficult thing to mount on a peg because it's you got that. You can fit the Millennium Falcon inside of it, so yeah, I'm gonna guess oh. it's definitely a large base. Oh wow, really? That big? Yeah. Um, so, just doing a quick, uh, going over the breakdown again. We have seven CIS, seven Republic, four Rebel, four Empire, four Scum, three Resistance, and seven First Order. Then when we go and look at the top half, you know, so the top eighteen. We have four CIS out of the seven, six of seven Republic lists, three of four Rebel, one Empire, one Scum, one Resistance, and two First Order. And then when you go all the way to the top eight, right now we have two CIS, two Republic, 
one rebel, one empire, and two first order. The scum and resistance have not made it to top eight yet. The one imperialist is a baron swarm. Well, with seven faction uh, doing the top eight is it could be quite our yeah the, the the number is pretty pretty reduced but the the empire the, do you they got how many five six uh, there's four empire total and only one has made it to the top half yeah and it's a baron swarm and it's a baron swarm it is a baron swarm <laughs> yeah uh, flown by jeff asiri so i uh, i clearly made the right choice i just didn't uh, sort of the upgrades he's got uh, five of them with snapshot and, and rockets uh that did, how did you check that game at all against Gus this week there, Andrew. No, I, I, I'll have to, though. Andrew. No, I did not see that game. Uh, Gus was on last week, and he was swearing up and down that no snapshot was going to hit one of his ships. So I'm pretty interested to know uh, how, how that turned out for him. I could see how that him exclaiming that. I do have to ask him about that. Yeah, that's funny. Like, uh, so, how many snippety snaps there, Mr. Gus? Uh, I can imagine it's probably more than one with uh, five ships with Snap. Um, and then, yeah, the one Rebel list that has made it to top eight is our current leader with, with James C. Flying Lando. And, uh, yeah, the only two First Order lists that have made it into the top half are both in the top eight. Right now we have Ben G. and Alexandra Barrett. Both of them have Kylo Ren. But Benji has four TIE FOs beside, beside Kylo, and Alexandra has three TIE SFs. I will claw my way back up there, I swear. <laughs> so anything of that, anything of that uh, of note for you guys? Nope, seems pretty legit. All right, so we're going to go on to a... Uh, we did this last week. I want to do it again. The way-too-early predictions. What is your prediction for who is going to be in the top three at the end of this whole... Uh, tournament uh let's start with robert who's your prediction for top three do you have one? Oh gosh um you can say yourself robert it's fine <laughs> yeah well right 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 well I, i'm gonna say maybe maybe one of these baron swarms will will get there <laughs> uh jeff's got the upper hand right now at two and oh drew's list is looking pretty solid uh i'm probably biased towards the cis a little bit and i haven't seen any of the other games but my gosh i'll i'll throw it out to, to benoit Doing pretty well so far. See how well those those guesses do. At one at one point, I would run out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you run out a little earlier, Benoit? <laughs> I mean, my first game also, I get very uh, lucky on defense dice. Not as your game, <laughs> but I got lucky. I, I'm scrolling the list now, and Evan Cameron, where where is classic? He is I'm he is number eighteen right now. He's just okay. at the very bottom of the top half. He just snuck in with his Republic list. Uh, he is one in one. So top half isn't even bad right now because, you know, the, the one in ones makes up the majority of us. I mean, even on this cast right now, I think three of us are one in one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's only Benoit that uh, is undefeated. <laughs> so it's not a, a big thing not being in the top half. It's just you got to figure out somewhere. Well, half of the people are on the top half. Well, Half of the people right now are one and one. So I guess it'll really be about next week. So ne next yeah. week it'll make more of a difference. But uh, yeah, do you have a uh, guess for who will be in the top three at the end of this? It's uh, five round, right? Five five round Swiss. Five round Swiss. I didn't have checked the list enough to... Uh, I, I didn't have scroll enough to see everybody, but... Like I said, I'm surprised the, the, to see a rebel, a rebel list at the yep. top. 
and I see the the, the I see the synergy that like with the Hundo mm -hmm. in um, in your game, Robert. I'm just curious to know, did he have many use Hundo on his ship on on your ship? Um, he actually didn't use Hondo at all during the match because I, I blocked him oh, really? pretty well. <laughs> from like okay. round two from round two on, I was in his face, uh, and even even when he could have, I think there was one opportunity uh, where he could have, but he um, he chose a different option. Now, a question for you guys with Hondo now: Have you guys played against Hondo much or at all? Not yet. No, it was my first my first match, and I, I again I didn't see him in action. Andrew, I have I have faced Hondo once or twice so far, but never to a large impact. I think Rathos was the one who did the best with Hondo to date, and that was in a resistance list. And I think he put Hondo just on a pod, uh, which was pretty annoying. <laughs> so, um, um, did Hondo get yeah. much play in that? Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely using it quite uh, quite often, I'd say, every round. See, Almost. I've played against Hondo now, I think, four times, three times. And I have yet to see him be actually used as an action. Because most of the time, I've we've found, the, those of us that are playing, that there's usually a better action somewhere. I think Lando might be a good one because you can do the double action kind of deal. Right. Yeah, and with me needing those focus tokens, I, I, I don't know, it got, on, got in my head, I guess, that he was going to be hondoing pretty well every turn and uh, taking away my pocket uh, options. And um, that with his own action, Hondo, and then Jake potentially giving him a, a focus token, I wanted to get in there and block him. Yeah, and again, Hondo might be like one of those ships that's actually really good to have Hondo, um, just because Lando does get that kind of pseudo two actions. Whereas like the guy I was playing with, he usually was trying to either token himself up or was like, hey, I've got to, you know, I don't want to jam one of my own guys, but I need to coordinate or something like that. So, all right, Andrew, who is your, you know, way too early prediction for top three? Um, well, I, like I said, I, I think Drew's still going to be there. So that's who I'm predicting. Yeah, I'm also going to stick with Drew. CIS swarms are, I think, difficult to face, especially in hyperspace right now. Yeah, I think he might lose one game, if anything, but I think he at the least goes 4-1. Now, do you think uh, James C. has what it takes to give him that one loss this week, or do you think Drew's going to come out against uh, Lando? It's really tricky. I mean, if um, I wouldn't go for Lando. Um, I would. So he's going to have to arc dodge with either Luke or not even Jake. Jake doesn't have the firepower no. really to do anything in that matchup, so... Um, I would, if I was using Drew, I would go hard in on Luke, mm -hmm. um, take Luke off the board turn one, because you can definitely do it with all the tra the tracers and the, the guns, yep. um, and then turn on and then turn on Lando, uh, and just uh, tear him a new one. Um, if he if he can pull that off uh, without there being any problem, like you know, if he doesn't lose two vultures, let's say turn one engagement, right? Yep. Um, then I think he, I think uh, Drew just pulls that one off just fine. Uh, anything else that you would like to say? Any shout-outs or final comments or anything we didn't let you say there, Robert? Uh, we've got our first in-person tournament planned for February 6th. The uh, South Shore boys are um, getting just a, a 10-person tournament together with some COVID restrictions. Nice. Again, luckily, luckily enough, we're getting back to uh, being able to do that sort of thing. 
And um, yeah, once we're able to get back to regular playing, we've got um, our regular Thursday night games at Monster Comics in Halifax, and uh, looking forward to seeing all the regular guys there again when we when we can. How about you, Benoit? Any final thoughts? Any shout-outs? Anything that we didn't let you say you'd like to? Uh, well, just a uh, big thanks. The tournament is, uh, for now, very well organized. And the, the, the thing that you takes uh, times to set everything, and it's very appreciated. And uh, for, for now, my two games, I play against two gentlemen. I hope it would stay like that. But uh, for now, the vibe is good. So... Yeah, thanks. Benoit's taken out the uh, the Durham guys the first two turns, so... Rude. We're coming back. Don't you worry. I'll see you in the finals, Benoit, and t- Obi-Wan will know my wrath. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, no, thank you very much, and thanks, guys, for being a part of this. It's, uh, yeah, along with all the rest of our participants, it's uh, so much fun to be able to do this together, so... Uh, Andrew, shout-outs? Thank you. Uh, shout out to uh, Greg. Thank you for keeping those streams uh, running, and congratulations to all your success so far, buddy. I heard that uh, you know you're hitting some really good numbers on your uh, streams. Um, anybody uh, in the Natties Online event, uh, I do encourage you to uh, look into Nickel City on Twitch and uh, sign up a game to play. He's looking for people to sign up on uh, yeah Tuesdays and Thursdays at six o'clock, eight and uh, and 9.30. So if you aren't interested in a game, please uh, contact him. Thank you to Brew Wizards for all of the prize support. And I uh, can't wait to throw it out all to you, uh, our players. So All right. Yeah. Uh, for myself, thank you, uh, Robert. And thank you, Benoit, for coming on and talking with us and spending your time with us on a Saturday night. Uh, thank you guys also for playing and participating in the event. Uh, to all those others who are playing in the event, we thank you as well. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying it. We're looking forward to seeing how it wraps up. Uh, we might have some other things to uh, to come along uh, during the the finals, kind of so to speak. We don't know, but we've got lots of prizes and whatnot to hand out. For everybody else, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining us again. If you would like to get a hold of us, please feel free to reach out over Instagram or Facebook, and we're also on Discord, which we will leave a link to in the description. We can also be reached by email at nattiespodcast at gmail.com. My name is Jared Grunewigan, and until next time, keep your ship on the mat. We're rooting for you. And as always, just roll natties. I think my buddy Paul came down your way, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, what's his last name? Paul Platt. He's a bigger bigger guy, very nice and friendly. I think he was probably flying three arcs with Obi. Uh, no, I think the winning list was, um, again, this was 1.0, so it was um, quick draw with three uh, new gunboats or something like that. Oh, yeah, that sounds like it. That sounds like that list. That sounds like 1.0 yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, I miss my 1.0 quick draw some days. I, I, I was the only player in that tournament that uh, I faced Nim Miranda twice in that in that tournament, and I was the only player that had to face both both Nim Mirandas. Anyway. Mm, that's the past. <laughs> bad, bad memories of 1.0. <laughs>
Poor Miranda. Poor Quick Draw. They done her wrong. They keep doing her wrong. They they replaced her with Von Reg and said it's okay. Close your eyes. We will keep moving forward. Quick Draw now with Afterburners at seven points and, and uh, SF Gunner at nine points. Just right off the bat, she's a two agility ship with, that gets single modded with that comes off the hop at now like sixty nine points or sixty eight points. Yeah, pretty gross. So it's like oh, my heart hurts. It's like, oh, she's an I-6, and she gets bonus attacks. Well, nah-uh-uh, we can't let you having too much fun, Mr. First Order player. <laughs> Meanwhile, we have, like, what, a, a repertoire of five ships we get to choose from, period? <laughs> like, chassis? Thank you for the Zy class, we appreciate it, but we would like more, please. <laughs> With James C. Flying Lando. That's the celebratory sound for uh, James C. If anybody wanted, 